Hello and welcome into the SoRare Data Show. I am Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdino on SoRare. Joined today by Keith Jamison, GatorGuy231. Talk about building the strongest SoRare Rivals line. Um, appreciate everyone <laughs> joining in the chat. I am with ZMStar uh, right away here, ZMStar, for full disclosure. There is, you can, I'll go back and you can check the timestamp that I wish Keith and I had shake weights as well. There was a time in my life where I owned one. Uh, but I do not have one now. And so that's why it's not on the thumbnail. Maybe we'll, we'll I'll have to uh, see what the prop budget is at Square Data before I start uh, buying those. So so here's a fun fact for the people joking about mine. That actually is from one of our realtor videos, like a house tour that we snapped that out of. So, you know, some, some crazy things going on here in Florida, player. <laughs> Uh, thanks, everyone, for joining. Mike Basson, first in. ZMstar was second with the shake weight comment. Andy Black also thinks we need some shake weights. I bet Andy Black had a shake weight at one point, if not right now. Um, 93 Acres says, you have to pick the highest scorer as captain. It helps. It helps. That's some really good advice. Agreed. We, we might, Agreed. Need a, might need a guest host next week. <laughs> Ricky said, here for the cheat codes, there's no, there's no cheating in Rivals. This is hard work, and we're going to tell you how to make it slightly easier. Hopefully. Um, we'll see. Or... or we're going to teach you how to really just overthink everything about your lineups as you go. Yes. Also pop possible. Uh, Moore said, not me just trying to flex. I'm top 25s um, on rivals. So Ooh. that's absurd. Well uh, Kev Hurd, hello. Who else we got here? Maddie Sower says, so rare, or sorry, rivals got me addicted. Love it. LMT, fun fact, the strongest is the actual name of the team Oblivion. I did know that. Uh, thanks good. to the CONCACAF, is it Champions League? Didn't somebody play there? Uh, I think so. I mean, or the Copa. I don't know. Mm. We've definitely have seen the strongest before. Yeah. Mike Basson, Laird is orange fly jumper just out of bed and still in a house coat. Uh, I don't own a house coat, but yes, this is a like a uh, orange fly esque like sweater here. Uh, and I thought of that when I put it on. So shout out to Bob Flynn. Um, anyway, Keith and I are going to talk about uh, what we both look for when it comes to rivals in terms of like games we want to play in the arena. And then how we go about figuring out what to do. Uh, and so uh, Carol said, today is the fight for the seventh win streak. Good luck Ooh, to you, Carol. Nice work. That's a big one. Is seven, um, is seven, seven, that's one of the next big ones? Yes. Somebody so I got to seven five. because when they changed the rule this morning. So I was like, oh, sweet. And then I immediately got angry because I was like, technically I was on eight. And had I known I was on eight, I would have not been as aggressive in my eventual losing which is its own strategy in itself by the way the whole aggression versus not depending on your milestones as well absolutely absolutely uh so keith and i were actually making lineups as we were about to come on uh we both have a lineup and uh we are going to be accused of um what's the word i'm looking for share um being complicit there's something else we're trying to say yeah something like that but that's not the I don't know why I can't think I, of the... I can't, but I can't either. We're two minds here. Neither one of us can. <laughs> <laughs> Wasted all my mind on figuring out Bordeaux set piece takers today. Oh, my, uh, which, which is hard. hard. Which is which hard. Is hard. And we're going to yeah. get into that. Um, Mike Bassett said, Laird, your view is irrelevant as you only collect arena tickets. So that's <sighs> not true. I have. I currently have. am using an arena ticket uh, in a match that's going to start in uh, 11 minutes here. So I'm down to 49 arena tickets. Keith. So... Before we go into this, I think this is a really good question for people, and I don't know the answer. Arena ticket or limited card, Laird, right now? So I've answered this question with each answer because I somebody was like, would you rather 10 arena tickets or a Salah limited? Because somebody won oh, a Muhammad Salah limited. limited. Sure. And I was like, give me the limited. Absolutely. Yeah. But then they were there were a couple others, and I was like, oh, I'd rather 10 arena tickets. And that's just like where I am in my own gallery. But winning Salah would be really fun. Oh my God. Can you imagine like that reaction as it comes out of your box? Like I would, even where I'm at in my gallery, that would like make my day. It's, it oh would be goodness. really cool. Really yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, so Keith, when you look at the, at the matches for the day, um, how do you decide if maybe one of the upcoming matches is one that you want to even play? Uh, I'm not going to break any uh, surprise anybody here. I like home favorites. But literally, I think that that's my first thing 
I look down is just to see if I have any big favorites at home, specifically if it's like the lower leagues too, that we just maybe just don't know as well. Yeah. Um, sometimes those odds I don't think are as sharp. Um, like, you know, Bordeaux um, is playing right now. Uh, Bordeaux is 15th in the table, not very good, but they have a very high payroll. They actually have some really good players. Seems like they've underperformed from what, like, I can remember some people talking about. And they're playing the worst team in league. Yep. That scored 11 goals all season in 20 games. And away from home, they have scored six goals. So um, it's wild. Yeah. I mean, so that's the type of like setup that I do think is a like, conducive to some optimal builds that you can do. Um, especially like Bordeaux has Barbet, who's like one of the best players on the platform. So I think too, if you can find like a home favorite that has like an obvious captain too, that's just like one of these extra choices that's just done for you. So if we can, I think my overall build strategy and I think yours is the same way is if I can have these slates where there's a lot less decisions that need to be made, like that the optimal thing is staring at you in the face because I want my opponent to overthink and not do optimal. So if I can get an arena match that doesn't, a guy that doesn't have Barbet or doesn't have Barbet captain, I'm already, you know, I'm increasing my likelihood of winning from, you know, 50 50 to 55. 45 or even more if they like don't play that guy. So it's really interesting about what you just said and specifically this match. And and I think the, I'll just get this out now that there's no like single way to build the strongest lineups. And so it all depends on the mat. Like there are a lot of like, it depends uh, answers to questions when it comes to lineup building. We really won't be able to cover every possible situation but the Bordeaux is an interesting one because we have this overwhelming favorite. So Keith, I think like my first question to you was going to be after you decide that you want to play this game, what's the next thing you do? And I know what the answer, so yeah. I know what the answer is, but, and I'll get to why this Bordeaux match is actually a little bit of an outlier when it comes to this answer. So what is the next thing you do? Yeah, you look, you look for the set taker. Um, and specifically, I wouldn't say what's interesting between this and like a daily fantasy contest is you would actually immediately try to find the set takers on both sides because on daily fantasy, you don't get hurt for things like possessions lost, you know, duels lost and things like that. So, you know, you have a guy that if he just takes 10, 12 crosses and just has 37 possessions lost on so rare and a mid card, he's getting like the 20s. Yeah, But in DFS, it didn't matter. So on the DFS side, we look for both set takers, make sure we know those, then compare their salaries. Here, you, I think the first thing you do is you find the dominant team set, set taker, see what their price is. Then you immediately need to see, is he the dominant guy? Is he taking both sides and free kicks? Or is he actually splitting? Because if he's splitting, now we need to go look at option two. And then I'll just say one more too, which I look for on here more than anything, is just try to figure out who the PK taker is um, just because, you know, that, that could help break a tie. A lot of times, like specifically, I think at forward, I feel like, I don't know about you. I feel like that's a lot of times where my tie is if uh, the set taker isn't there. So, mm -hmm. you know, if you're looking for like a striker that might not have AA or maybe a winger that has a little bit more, but maybe one has PK, so the other one doesn't, that can help you kind of break, break those ties sometimes. Did you look to see who took penalties for Bordeaux? I did not because I thought the bill just kind of let me go. But you're going to about to tell me it's this Davak Shelley that we don't have. No? Good. Is it Barbet? Yes. Yes, okay. it is. <laughs> I thought it was. I actually thought it was. But then you you saying that made me question myself. No, no, no. That's exactly what it was. So the reason why <sighs> I, I wanted to bring up this Bordeaux match is because. There's like seven set takers. Right. So there's that. So I, Keith has his own process and I do want to get into it, despite it being a, using a site other than so than a story data that I just gave away with SofaScore. But what I did right away uh, was go to the team page on Sora data. And I just looked at the last five and I was like, who's been taking set pieces recently? And you scroll all the way down and these are the guys. And this is like the worst thing to see. Yeah. Like what you really want to see is the, whoever is in this top one, and basically nobody below. You want somebody well, who's taken all 38 or, sets that they've had in the last, or corners in the last five games. Or you want to see 28 there in the next one. One, 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 one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so 
what's the, the kicker of this one? Well, because you don't the you don't get to see what the layout was, so you don't get to see like why Livalent took six. So that's the reason I like the stupid route, which takes more time and is for sickos. Well, no, it is for sickos, Slayer, because I am like looking. So it, <laughs> I'm actually going to say how sick I am. I don't even know if the player actually knows this. Um, I get enjoyment out of like not knowing a team and then like seeing if I can determine, like based on the name, their their number and their position, who might be on set pieces. It's you are just a like a, yes. <laughs> confirmed. Um, um, before I go over to what you are going to talk about, okay. the thing that I wanted to point out for this one is that Michelin here, who is the has taken the most corners in the last five games, is not starting today. Yes. Which, so again, you don't get like, indication here, too. Right. Like on, so, I mean, this is a really good start um, to have this. Um, but there's also a more archaic and sicko way that Laird may let us show you now. <laughs> I'm actually curious how you, how specifically you do this because like I have a method of yeah. figuring out who I want to um, target, target, but I don't know how you do it. So, um, I mean, do you even go to last games? Yeah, so I just okay. go to the last game right away first um, and just try to see the lineup. Um, well, actually, I'll tell you what I really do um, is yeah. I actually go to the the game that we're on because I want to see the lineup and I go by player. So a lot of times I know the players pretty well. Mm -hmm. So, like, on this one, we know Livalent was a big-time set taker for his previous squad. So, I would I look at him first was. and just see if he was on them. And, you know, what you'll, what you'll see is he does a lot of split taking. And then, um, so, like, you can just see here, you can go to, like, the last game. I really like the SofaScore app so much more than uh, <laughs> desktop. I feel it's a lot more clunky than the app. Um but if you actually click on him and then um, in that game, you'll get a heat map pop-up. Yeah. And then here's the the real sick part is you'll see in the corner. is <laughs> how you can tell if they're corner. If they're corner. This is so I actually don't think this get is, hard. Wingers this get is not hard. sick at all. <laughs> the difficulty is like he didn't take them, so now you're like, all right. Well, the, so the hard one gets sometimes with like wingers or fullbacks that were like in a dominant possession game because they spent a ton of time, and so you're like zooming in, you're like, is that the corner? Or he's just really wide. Is he really <laughs> close to the corner? Yeah. <laughs> so in this game, by the way, I already know it, it was Weissenbeck um, had a majority of them. If you scroll in, I, there was like one. It, but if you go, so this is where you start going. You go, you have an indication. I guess he only had one there. There's one, I think it's one more back, and Weissenbeck's taking both sides. So you'll actually get like these red shades on both sides. I was actually and just wondering if they might have they might have updated this since no, no, they don't. Uh, okay, yeah, passing, actually, passing, maybe. I never go on the desktop. I must never go here. They just have crosses. Yeah, they don't have corners okay. specifically. Okay. But the reason why I, I brought that up is because, um, so I don't necessarily do it this way, but if you go to this game, like there are so many times where I'm like, all right, who's on sets? And I go to the stats to see if they even took a even corner. Took a and there, corner were so many, there were a couple, um, there were like two or three teams in their first uh, AFCON games that literally did not take a corner. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Here but we go. Do this easier for this. I mean, like I, I kind of like actually want to be able to show this the shades so people are like these two yeah, are, yeah. are completely. I, th I think um the Croatia game earlier. Actually, let's see if what was it Nisic? Um, don't just go to go to the Cameroon game if that's easier, or you can go to Croatia. Um the Cameroon game, um the George's Kevin guy, he takes both sides, and you can see it pretty evidently there. Even though he's a winger. But if you if you scroll, you can see like you can see where the changes color too. It just means he was over there a lot. Yeah. And then if you can see it in both corners, it means he's on both sides. Yeah. I know this is. I, I feel like as this is coming out loud, I'm fully realizing how insane, how this ridiculous is. it is. And I've done this for five years, almost every single day for daily fantasy sites. Yeah. and it's a it's a crazy thing. And and you know us. Daily fantasy players get really excited when they're dark red because it means they were there for a really long for a, time. a lot of corners. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna give one more degree of sicko and then we can move on. Um 
I had this little run. My my favorite daily fantasy thing was uh, I would actually on Sofa Score. If you look at the crosses and the and the highlight is the amount of accurate crosses. So mm-hmm. a cross that resulted like that actually not always resulted in a shot, but hit its own his own teammate got to his own teammate. Yes. And I actually was really attracted to the guys that had a lot of inaccurate crosses because more often than not, that would mean that was headed away. So they would get like four corners for the price of one. Cause it was just, they were terrible deliveries. Andros Townsend is a champion of that. Yeah. At Crystal is. palace. He would just take all of them and they would always be terrible and they would always get cleared and he would just stay over there and just take another. James Madison, on the other hand, is like Too one good. of the most accurate crossers ever. So you would like he would get five corners and five perfect deliveries. It would just always be a team, and you're like, well, that's not as good unless you score. Because I want 15 crosses, not five. <laughs> on, on DFS, I mean, on it's great because you get the shots assisted, and maybe right. Well, no, and you don't get the lost possession, right? Right. So yes. it, it's a it's a win, but. There's the, there's the delay. So, yeah, Monty, I mean, they just show the number of corners per player. SD does it too. So, um, there's a really good site. I, I like the sofa. So, the other thing, the reason I like hate maps a lot too is you can see how active a player is. You'll actually notice certain players that just like stay in one part of the, you know, like a left winger that just stays on the left wing. And you can even see like he doesn't track back that much. So, you can, and then you see he's not very involved in duels. And you're like, oh, okay, he's just kind of like a sitter. Like that's not the guy I really want, even if he maybe takes a corner or two. Versus um, some of these guys, you know, you'll just see them pop up everywhere, and yeah. they're just super, super active. And then you all of a sudden will look at their duels, and they're involved in twenty duels a game because they're just on the ball all the time. Like that's the kind of guys we want for so rare. And a lot of times too, you'll see that reflected in their sofa score rating. These guys have the dark greens. So I just feel like you know, using this some is, of those sites, you can this get is Rodri, by the way. Yeah, yeah, you know, just somebody that envelopes the entire field is really good for server. Yeah. Uh, heat apps are absurdly expensive, which is why we don't have them on server. Yeah. Yeah. Corner but they're, also, they're also awesome. Um, I was just going to mention, sorry, this is one other site. If people are really worried, um, the score app I've used a lot when I get really confused because you can actually go on games and it does have corners. as yeah. uh, So if like, you're like looking, you're really like, loss and you look at sort of data and it has you know six guys that have taken corners in there sofa score you can't really tell the score is another one they that's also only on the app though it's oh is it really yeah okay as somebody that's almost always never had home i'm almost always on, on apps anyways but yeah the score app is really good um so speaking of that cross by the way because they count corners as short corners too yes yes um mike's uh, wondering if you do your research in your car before or after house viewings. Um, where's the slash for during as well? No. <laughs> Here's a full bathroom. Hold on. Uh, anyway. No, I mean, you know, what, what, what's cool. So I, I think it was like, that's a good segue to like selectivity too. I think what's really nice on, um, on rivals is you don't have to play it with sleep. Mm-hmm. Play the ones that fit really well. Fit the ones that fit, plays the one that fit in your schedule. You know, you have a lunch break coming up or something like that, and you want to you can because you can do all this in five, 10 minutes, especially with solar data. Like just go over there, you know. I think we already decided, like if we go back to construct. So, like on this Bordeaux slate, big favorite, the goalkeeper for Bordeaux Bordeaux was a 34 cap. Yeah. He was literally less than the dog keeper. Yep. So that decision. It's already made. And even if it wasn't him, if it was the more expensive goalkeeper, I think he was the same cap as the dog. So I, think, no, I don't think I there think was, was 43, 43. Yeah. I don't think there was any reasonable thought of, of taking the other guy. No. And, th- and that's what I'm saying in terms balance, of yeah, these, yeah, like, these builds. And if you're trying to look for what to do, I want to make, I want builds where the, <laughs> I can screw up the least. So if I'm, if I have a choice between a minus 250 homekeeper or a plus 650 away keeper and the minus 250 homekeeper is cheaper, that's 99% of the time from an optimal decision, the correct way to go. You're going to have these outliers where the away keeper is going to get 20 saves and drop a 95 and you just have to kind of go, oh, well, yeah. like, that's just sports. 
if you can do it in five or 10 minutes, uh, Charlie's asking for you to do the Algeria game. It starts in 10 minutes. Do we, do we want to try? Do we want to go process on this one? You said you were looking at set piece takers. So uh, uh, then I stopped and then we started talking and I well, stopped. Five but or I 10 mean, minutes. You said it. Well, you I mean, said it yourself. Okay. Well, we'll get over there. So, I mean, Koita, we know for sure is on for the country. I can't pronounce their name. Mauritania. Yep. Man, that was impressive, Laird. Mauritania. And They're then, decent uh, dogs though. Yeah. And he looks like he only takes one side. I'm trying real quick to see. Like in this situation, you probably want lots of Algeria. And the reason why Keith and I didn't go through all of this is because Algeria is rotating pretty heavily. Yeah. And so like, was Mares your first in if he's starting? Of course. Right. And so he's not. So now you're like, oh man. So now this but pushes But that also can like, cause maybe... edge. So see if like I had a little bit more time and stuff like that. So like, I, I actually, I know now looking at their set, I can almost guarantee you Adam Owenis is on set pieces. Like he used to take for Napoli way back in the day. Um, also, I hate when like, the opta places you have some disparity between like if the lineup is right like the formation because formations are a big deal of understanding where a player is and ryan out we know as for wolves is a wing back and yeah. sometimes plays left back for algeria they have okay they just updated so they have him as left wing back. they had him as left back and i'm or they had him as a number six and i'm like is he or is he not so yeah. um they have um God, remember remember when Hassan or I can't say his name was like awesome. I sold his rare card for one ETH once. Oh my god! But like this Atal guy is a right back. They have him in the middle of the center, uh, the center of the back three, but he's a right back. Um, so I doubt that that's the case. Also, too, like on Sofa, if like the app, I don't mean to like take. You can do this on Sofa or Data too, but you can go on their player page and it will tell you like what they're primary position is surely that's on it's on server data too but like no, no, no i'm saying do... surely that's on the uh on their main website oh sure sure I'm, uh, yeah it's under the player profiles but you know you kind of want to make sure that you understand what you're getting because especially some of these lower league teams um you just don't know like yeah. the what was the country yesterday and we we did well on that when the striker was 25 but he was a right back for his club and now he's leading after oh, yeah, goals yeah. but he's playing striker he's a he's right back for his club and then scored yeah so i mean here is there because any of way that you that you consider coita with a 69 yes. cap in as yeah a because shot. you're gonna have you're gonna have value because you're not playing with the Mareses and stuff like that so i think you're i think i think you kind of are looking at him and going well he does he's the center of everything for moratonia um so you try to build with him. I think you try to build with best players and then just see. So here's what I like to do, especially with defender. Um, you want to look and see if there's any 25s. Because if there's a 25 center back, I mean, like, so this Muhammad guy, what is it? Muhammad. I'm trying to see where he's starting. Okay, now they just updated the formation again. Now it's back four. Yeah. So this is the stuff where I start going, okay, maybe I don't want to play this. And then he plays center back for his club. So I would say, yeah, that's pretty good. He has some goals on here too. Yeah, he's really good. I mean, as good as we can expect him to be, Laird, from whatever Esperance is. <laughs> it's in Tunisia. I don't know. But he's a 25. Is that better than Mauritania? Yeah, but so now here's the funny thing. Because of things. Now we can play anyone. Well, but now you so now you go, okay, who's the next player that I want? But now you got to look, should I actually be upgrading or am I good? Because now I have a really big differential lineup. Because let's be real, nobody leaves cap. It's just like 240. You have the perfect lineup. You have 225 points out of your 240. Yeah. And even though that line was great, you're like, okay, well, I got to upgrade somebody. I'm not going to leave this 15 cap sitting around here. So, um, I mean, Amora is awesome for USG. He's one of my boys. Um, he's going to go on a bigger club, but he's completely goal dependent. Yep. Um. And you know, obviously, he doesn't have more um, Mares or anybody. Um, I I don't know about you. Look at the look at this bag Baghdad Bundej. Gosh, this this show is a disaster for me trying to pronounce. <laughs> Who's he even play for Al Saad? Uh, but so I like I like to you know sometimes just look again if you can look at my if I can get my app up all those goals and assists. Normally, like a pretty good idea that the guy might be half decent. 
AFCON's tough because there's so many players that pop up that aren't in leagues we know. But normally yeah. when you see all these goals and assists, it means the guy's pretty active and probably pretty decent. So I would probably say him. Watch him be like a 25. <laughs> He's there a 50. <clears throat> so, I mean, we got Onus, who, you know, is – let's see. It says that he started – he subbed in last game. He subbed in, took corners. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think the only thing we need to look at is that center back now that we have all that cap. Oops. Is that where we want to go? I'm trying to see if – yeah, I don't think there's anyone else that – I'm, I mean, um, I feel really good that it's Onus. Um, and then it looks like it's Koita for Algeria. And I'll just say this. If Algeria was, like, their number one team and, like, had no rotation and, like, no new center backs and stuff, you know, maybe we're having a conversation if we need Koita or not. But I think I think it makes a lot of sense to – we know he has great AA. We know he can take some set yeah. pieces. Yeah. You know, he's going to be on their PKs. So what do we have left, 50? You can basically play uh... – so we can play a left back without sets, which doesn't seem all that great. Would you agree? And then this Yusuf guy, is he start, is he the uh, other center back? No, he's the right back. Remember when he was at center oh, right back, back, I said yeah, he's yeah. the right back? Yep. So the other question becomes is um, maybe Mandy, who is a Liga, uh, La Liga guy. Oh, we can't fit him, though. We can't fit him. So, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe our crazy Tunisia uh, – Guy from Mohamed Tugari. Maybe that's the answer. And do you captain the set piece taker of the big favorite? Is it bad that I think that answer is easier if he's a forward? Because midfielders that are wingers with set pieces get a lot of lost possessions. Mm-hmm. So you, I almost... I have no idea of the captain. See, this is why I don't like these type of things. When I when I struggle with captain, that's like not mm-hmm. one I love to be in the arena with. What about chat? Who's 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 captain here, chat? Or what what mistakes are we making? I'd love to. I'm almost thinking it's Baghdad guy. The that Baghdad. Boom. Don't even try. I just like all the. Well, let's go with it. For now, because we need to have the next step of why can't I click on? Oh, that? tactics. There we go. <clears throat> uh, is it fair to say that we don't even consider these <laughs> middle three? Yeah, I mean, I never consider the middle three, especially. I mean, maybe you consider all out attack when you have a like huge, huge, huge favorite, and you went with like three attackers. I think that that makes a ton of sense. Like if you had. Let's say you know um, City, and you had Foden, Holland, and um, you know Grealish or Grealish is a bad example because he doesn't shoot anymore. But um, like KDB, maybe. Um, so would you like, go gig and pressing here? I always go gig and pressing Me unless too. I know that it's Tiki Taka. I don't. It's Afcon, so it's not right. But like you know, we know our Tiki Taka teams, right? Good is Absolutely is not you know Barcelona. Are you going to the arena? Are you on a streak? Yeah. I have 49 yes. tickets. What do I have let's, to lose? Let's go. <laughs> Hold on. Let me accept all of these two. Why not? Why not? Everybody knows what you're playing now, too. They're they're all making their uh, last-minute adjustments based on... Um, I mean, go nuts. <laughs> so, so, Carol, that's a really good point with Koita. So, the only thing that you would just make sure you know with like international is guys can just have different roles. So mm-hmm. obviously he's been really good in Afghan. His role actually might be bigger for, for uh, Mauritania. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, he's a stud. So, I mean, I honestly gave him thought of if we should make him um, the captain, captain probably should have in hindsight, but I don't know. Nanzo, I won 30 of these this morning. <clears throat> what a waste. Come on. I, I haven't even looked at my uh, my little my little matchup on Bordeaux. So, but um, yeah, uh, I'm facing a Livalant captain, by the way. Um, I'm already losing. <clears throat> so that's that's oh, he has Barbet captain. So there goes away that edge. Uh, he has that Diaz guy that we considered. Here, hold on. Let me. Uh, I don't even. How do I find this again? Um. 
Okay, so mine is a mine is a two v two, which is yeah. uh, Elise. So the on our on ours we we considered we liked Elise because he's a winger that is really active with mm -hmm. um with take ons and duels, uh, and we're Americans, so we remember him from the MLS. But um, and also this fullback Laird and I saw who actually was playing really well, like. A lot of like 20 plus AAs. Yeah, Simba. Occasional corners too. Mm -hmm. um, so we went there. My opponent went with a forward that took some set pieces off the bench, but as a striker. Doesn't seem likely to take set pieces, but who knows? And then um, Pedro Diaz, who's another one of these guys that took set pieces as well. Like He's on the set pieces. Board, Bordeaux was like a mess of trying to figure mm -hmm. out who took. So yep. anybody's guess. <clears throat> this is the You're one I need. great. Me. You're basically two v two of Livalant and uh, Elise versus Davida Shkili and Livalant. Yeah, my guy. And here's an, so your tactic is a huge advantage because he. Oh, and he took. Shoot, I mean, he's going to attack, so he's expecting multiple goals and just screwing the Barbet likely thirty-five to forty AA. Maybe. Um, I like it. This uh, Mike was saying, I go park the bus if I ever choose an away side that might be under some pressure but hard to break down. How often do you pick guys on away side? <laughs> or yeah. or big dogs. I right. mean, if we'll probably get there in a second, but I think um, I think a lot of times what we see in the arena, um, or I, I've seen so far, is some of the biggest advantages is when people have, like especially in the pro arena have a stack or have multiple pro cards on a dog and they feel obligated to play that match and play those cards. So Mike, maybe that's a question for you is are you feeling obligated to play these dogs and then playing a, I'm just going to call it less optimal tactic. Hmm. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. because you, because you're asking for two things to go right there, right? You're asking for, the team to have a ton of clearances, blocking all these shots, getting them off the line, and for your team to not get ripped to shreds because you probably wanted two defenders if you're doing park the bus for the amount of clearances. So then you're correlating that probably with your goalkeeper. So now every single goal, you're losing minus eight, minus three. So you're losing 11 points for every goal. So if you lose two to nothing, you lost 22 points on goals. Yes. That seems rough. Um. <clears throat> Two things. One, I like this from Maddie Sower. Said sometimes all I need for Tiki Talk is to find a guy that scores mid but averages like 120 mm -hmm. passes, and you can fit in the best other guys and have the 40 points locked in. There are definitely some clear, very clear Tiki Taka um, uh, matchups there. I just noticed I went into my um, this Algeria arena, and I am facing good friend It's Gusto here. Oh, okay. Who I met in uh, DC at the All Star game. Okay. And that's the, I think this was the Koita fade lineup. Sure. Not using the 25, but uh, so he doesn't have set pieces. And Jeremy before said, Bunjane, your boy Baghdad, isn't a great forward, but he's good at being at the right place at the right time once in a while, which shout out to Frank Lampard. He had a whole career about that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of where it gets hard too. And you just don't know these teams all that well. And you kind of are just relying on like past results, which layer, I, I love, you're one of your, Big time lines over and over again is, you know, we don't get the past scores. We don't get the past results. Only get what's coming up. Jeremy asked if I if I would have played the uh I guess Zagreb against Lokomotiva. I absolutely would have stacked Zagreb. Like no but, doubt. So that's a good one just to like stop and just talk to about just the strategy, I guess, aspect of that. You can't convince me that going the other way was the right move, even though it worked. Yes, like, agreed. That's the that's a results over process situation. It's just like going, man, I feel like, what was, I don't know why, the first team that came to my mind was PSG, because I feel like they just allow like a lot of bad, or actually let's just use Bayern midweek, or by, this Bayern last, that last week. you know, yeah. if you stacked Union Berlin and you did park the bus and you got like, two clearance outs off the line and your goalkeeper stood on his head and you got the goal scorer. Were you right? I mean, you were right. But if we replay that, 
another nine times where you're going to be right even half? Probably not. You're, you know, Byron's probably going to win that game eight, you know, seven, eight times. So I think that that's where you have to start going, okay, did I get lucky here or yeah. did I actually do the right process? Right. Sorry, Mike. I meant Dynamo Zagreb. I would have stacked. Oh, was that double Zagreb? Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Sorry. My fault. Oh. Uh, and Jeremy said it. It was a freak result. The reason why it's funny is because the uh, our odds were switched earlier this week. And so it looked like Locomotiva was the big favorite. Gotcha. And um, whoops. But it happens. But it happens. Um, so some of the other things that like you look for. So we were saying like you look for favorites. Mm -hmm. And I think what, what you said earlier actually is resonating with me more than I thought it would. But you were like, you just want to reduce the number of decisions you have to make. And so if you have the clear favorite and a clear set piece taker, like that's, you just play that. Like there's, there's almost no situation where you're like, eh, I'm going to fade that guy. And so that's a decision that's made for you. In Bordeaux, like, let's just say that they did have a specific set piece taker and you just happen to have a top three defender on the platform. Now three decisions are done. Right. And you're just like, all right, I'm literally just figuring out two V2s. And so there are times where there is, this is going to sound weird. There's no wrong answer of your one V one or two V two. Like they're basically just toss ups. And like you said, you, you look at penalties and maybe that favors it to one person play or the other, but, um, but yeah, I think it's nice when you can find like that there's two distinct two V twos that like you can see people doing, but you have some data or you have some knowledge of why that 2v2 that the the one side you're choosing is so much better than the other 2v2 Mm -hmm. and you can go okay i hope my opponent does that right right right. uh maddie was asking if i look at the comments under the live shows uh i do yes yeah he sends he'll he'll send it to those those on here like hey did you see this comment (laughs) yeah i mean maybe i missed maddie's from earlier maybe that's why they're asking anyway um Blue Tomato said, because of process over results, I think the streaks aren't the best way to pay out prices, uh, prizes, which so I I agree with that, but also I'm not, I don't know what the solution is yet. Like it's, I, feel I mean, like it's I'm guessing he's going to go like based on your, have we decided, is it ELO or is it ELO? Uh, I don't think it matters, but enough people have said ELO while I oh. still say ELO. <laughs> <laughs> So no definitive answer there. I think I'm going to go ELO until people tell me that ELO actually is right. But um, like, I, I think that you guys, you know, Sean with you yesterday and other places I've heard too have kind of explained why doing it just by ELO might be wrong too because some people just have more tickets. You know, like a lot of that just runs with good ticket luck. Right. You know, it's, it's volume basically. Yeah, exactly. They're not they're not showing themselves to be the best players. They're just showing to have the most tickets and be able to pump in the most lineups. So I don't know if that's I don't know. I like the streak way because I think it let's put it this way. If you had a ton of tickets and um you know the time to do it and ELO was the way that would have paid out, then you would just play everything you could versus the streaks having making you be selective, making you make a lineup and go, ah, maybe this isn't quite good enough to enter the arena on. Let me pass on this. Like I had that with Lester yesterday. Thought I had a really good lineup, but I didn't feel like it, there was enough variables. I'm like, I don't, I don't think I want to risk my four game streak. Okay, um, so Nanzo telling me that that's the right way. I'm willing to accept the Nanzo. So Elo, it is according to Nanzo. Uh, quick update here on Bordeaux. Yeah, um, it's it's the all out attack has already hit for my opponent. Whoa! Barbet has a shot on goal, as does Livalant, his captain. Oh my god. Barbet has three shots too right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to make it worse by the way, Laird? Uh or well, at least for me, not maybe for you. But Diaz is taking on both sides. <laughs> um I, I'm facing Diaz, so it's not looking so great for me. Um, but for anybody else wondering though too with where we were talking about with Barbet, in case you don't know 
who Johan Barbet is. Do you have it up how many points this freak of nature has already? Already? Uh, he's at 56.5 in 25 minutes. 21 in <laughs> And but that goes to where we were talking about the strategy. So if you were into the arena and somebody did not pick him, which right. you have right now, it sucks that you're all out of tax hitting, but you're just like, all right, I have like a free square bar bet right now. He has won six duels and hasn't lost one, and he's one interception away from a double double. Um he's a sick man. Where is Diaz? Here's Diaz. Yeah, he's doing well. And Elise, it looks like, is the striker, which is yeah, I was gonna pull this up. Just because, like, here's the the live. This is Diaz. Yeah, there's 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 the shades that make me get sick to my stomach when I don't have to die <laughs> in my lineup. Sick to my stomach. Um, yeah, no, but I, it, it's true. I mean, and in, in, in daily where we actually have cash on the line too. If you ever have a situation that um, you faded. A set piece sticker on both sides, and your opponent has him. You literally just get sick of your stomach because you're just like, you know, I normally play anywhere from like fifty to two fifteen per head to head, and you're just like there, there when a lot of money just pissed away for no good reason because yep. I just because I, I just missed I missed a set piece sticker. There's there's no worse feeling, especially too when that if they're like the other guy's captain. Yeah, that part's not fun either. Um, and in the Algeria match, I guess it's only eleven minutes. The two, me and it's, it's Gusto, have a combined three duels won. <laughs> It'd be a long <laughs> way to, to twelve. Um, but, uh, so, but, it, but it is a completely dominant Algeria. Hold on, let's 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 update. Hold on, let's let's give some updates real quick about us being right on some things. Um, Oanis, I was hoping he took a set piece. He did not yet. Let's see. I don't think there's been a good shot. And I think about, he might be getting a BCM or something coming in here soon because his sofa score just dropped like three points. Oh. Um, <laughs> all right. So long way to go there. We'll, 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 we'll keep tabs. Hmm. But anyway, yeah, there's 71% possession so far. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely more on the one side. It's in there. Bordeaux at 65. Yeah. Oh, so what go. else do you? So here's your what, Barbet header from the center of the box saved, assisted by Pedro Diaz with a cross. That's probably a corner right there. Yep. And it's nice when you can correlate those two together. Really bad when you don't have the guy that's correlating it together. Yeah, I don't know why anybody wouldn't do that. Okay, I'm so pissed off. Um, like no, nothing gets me more pissed off than that. And I was between him and the left back, but the left back's been scoring really well, and now the left back's on thirty-two. Great. Where did he go? <laughs> Um. Oh, this guy on the right. Sweet. Like, look at these AA scores recently. We'll come back recently. to you. Don't worry. It's early. Recently, it's early. It's early. So, what else do you look for? Um, on your builds, we kind of went through. Like, do you look? I guess I, I would ask you to start out. Do you, when you're trying to figure out if you're going to play any games, do you look for anything different? Um. Recently, I feel like I've just been playing everything, which I then like go into the build, which my 49 arena tickets, 48 arena tickets doesn't exactly scream that. But I do think I've just been playing more whatever, like just whether it, there are two close matches. Like that's the funny thing about rivals that you, you really could just play like overwhelming favorites mm -hmm. and just jam them in and that's all you play. Um but even like evenly matched ones, you know, I try to get set piece takers on both sides. Goalie is kind of in a close match. You take the one that fits the rest of your lineup. Like, I don't think anyone is overwhelmingly different. Um, particularly the difference between DraftKings where you get points for wins. Um, they still do that. I'll be honest, I haven't played yeah, DraftKings yeah. in forever. Wins um, and Patriots. Yeah. So because you don't get that in so rare, like it doesn't matter if the game is 1-1 or 2-1, like the goalies could have the same score. Um, and so that's, that's the position I'm least like locked into, at least in closer matchups. And like, how often do you take the opposing goalie if they're the big dog? On and on here? Yeah. It's just a, I think you actually can, depending on how many 
like crazy good scores. Like I think I haven't played one in a while. I, I I hate city slates just in every fashion of fantasy. Um, but you know that's the type of one where it's more, like let's just say probably gonna get some people saying I'm dead wrong. But just wait. Like let's just say like city's home to Luton or city's home to Forest or city's home to name your crap team. Yeah. Um, I've gotten in trouble with that, so I'm not going to say So, anything. So here's the hard part right now, is Ederson's been so crap that he's like 41. Mm-hmm. So you do, but let's just say that Ederson was back more to where he was like a one-eighth card, and he's at, like, let's just call like Ederson like 55. Is that okay to do for the sake of this conference? Let's just say he's a 55 or a 60. Yep. Well, if you're using Ederson at 55 to 60, and let's say that you have, I'm going to use Sheffield because I have West Botteringham. It's terrible. And his is like a 28 to 30. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is really so weird. you can you have a spread of 30 points there. Well, mm-hmm. if you think City's gonna win and maybe score four or five goals, well, you might be better to use those 30 points to get extra attackers into your lineup or ex- or make sure that you get Rodri, right? Make sure you get a Rodri in there and let's say one of the ball controlling center backs, you know, get a Ruben Diaz sucks. Don't pick Ruben Diaz. <laughs> we we both own his card. We do not like Ruben Diaz. <laughs> you know who? So actually, no. But I think that's actually a really good example of. But that's in those situations. Possibly. But like in those situations, Man City heavy favorite. Do you play? Do you play and build towards a tactic or not? Like, do you play all you out? Mean, are you in ticky tack over there? I think that depends on the game too, right? Because, like Man City, overwhelming favorite. Do you take the guys who are not going to score the goals with the expectation right. that they get eight thousand passes, and and in that situation, you end up taking, you know, Diaz. And I mean, you Ake obviously you end up taking like Allen Kanchi. or something. But like maybe you don't take Foden and you take yeah Bernardo Silva if he's playing further back. Yeah, I mean, I passes are more projectable than goal scored are. So from a process perspective, I think, yeah, you optimally probably do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, the, the, the suck part on that is if you're like Tiki Taka, maybe you, you reverse engineer it. You go, okay, Rodri's going to give me 100 passes. DS is going to give me 100 passes. And I'm going to play Ake. Or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I can get – maybe I can maybe I can squeeze if Bernardo's playing deeper and he can get me like 60 passes. And so maybe you work that, go, okay – because at that point you have to get your plus forty. Yes. If you're playing that tactic in that situation, I think you like you're saying I got to get my forty points to make up for some DAs that I might be missing. But you know, a guy like Holland's going to give you nothing on that tactic. He's going to get you like ten passes. You know, so right. you're almost taking right. a a zero from that spot. You're going like, I got to get my DAs there, but then I got to build my passes back here. I, I think it's really interesting. I don't I don't have a great answer. Um, I think that that's where the game can get really fun. Um, but you know, if you have a guy, Sean brought this up yesterday, but if you got have a guy like Doku in there, well, you know, he might get me like 10 duels. Yeah. So I think that kind of goes back to, um, Maddie's point. I think it was Maddie before that was like, if you, if you have one player who can get 130 passes and the first Tiki Taka is right. 140, then like, yes, you just jam them in. Yeah, I think, but I think no matter what we talked about there, I think in that situation, if Ederson is a high cap, then fading Ederson, even though you know Fodderham might get destroyed, is good because Ederson's range of outcomes, Ederson's not dropping 90. Right. If they win 5 nothing, Ederson does not have 90 points. Ederson probably has like 65. And he, has, and he always has the chance of pulling an Ederson. He has one chance at a save the whole game. He doesn't save it. And now you're like, he's on 37. You're like, well, yeah, that yeah. Sucks. and you're um, gonna get killed. Yeah, Mike said. So my earlier question stands in the city scenario: Do you even bother wasting thirty points on fathering and maximize your outfielders uh, with a DMP goalie? So yeah, I mean, one of the up five, yeah, yeah. So one of the so the question before was: Do you take the DMP goalie, which again is still twenty five points, it's not zero, in order to like increase the your outfield player cap essentially? Um, I just always have such a hard time literally taking a zero like like you should just take the opposing goalie as opposed to like the backup of the starter right because 
foddering him could get a last minute tackle, could get right. a PK save. Like you don't know the outcome there. And I guess no. Well, I guess does this work? I do not know this answer. So I'm gonna ask you. Um if Fodderham is on like no, I guess it doesn't matter. I was gonna say Fodderham is on a horrible score, do you swap him out, but then you don't get 25. So it doesn't matter. It's he's not zero. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If if we could go in the negatives, maybe it matters. So so fun story. Um Sean, by the way, am I allowed to am I allowed to do a Sean comment here? Safe place. Sean's a psycho in the nicest <laughs> way. Sean is so into rivals. Do not let him come on these Monday shows and try to convince you otherwise that he's not like all in. Sean is like all in. Agreed, Lair? Yeah. He is all in. <laughs> psycho is the wrong word. Sorry, Sean. Crazy person. Um, but so he was like, I'm getting killed in the Zach Grab match. I got to do subs at halftime. And I was like, and so Zagreb's uh, goalkeeper was two goals at half. And obviously, more likely in that situation, a big dog is going to like park the bus. So he's probably not having the opportunity. So I'm like, have you tried to sub the goalkeeper? Because the little cheat on the subs is it's not positional. There's no, and there's no cap. And there's no cap. So if you sub a defender that's going to go off, you can get like a attacker to help. So you cannot sub a goalkeeper for an attacker. You cannot. You cannot. So oh, I was like, I was like Sean. Okay. So I was like, Sean, why don't you sub your goalkeeper? Because he's like capped out at 30 right now. So if you get the attacker that comes on, he's starting at 25 and uh and he tried and you can't do it. That would have been mm-hmm. that would have been a really fun, like uh that's a real yeah. interesting way to play the game. For sure. Um Quita seems like they he was a gigantic mistake, by the way. Until he scores. Then my goalie's dead. Well, but need a lot your of opponent has the same goalie, so it doesn't matter. That's true. That's so Quita has your differential. Um the shoot, what was I gonna do? What was I? Oh, here it is. So Daniel said the park the bus tactic should include saves too to make it more viable and have something for keepers. It's kind of funny that you need that like none of the bonus points really apply to keepers. The passes do, I guess. If you play Tiki Taka, like... Well, in duels, you can get every once in a while. You can get a duel or two. Yeah, but they're Um, so few and far between. But like, you know, that's back to like, you know, Ederson Ederson defenders are going to go, hey, he's part of the Tiki Taka. There's 50 more and it's not wrong. I mean, the, the interesting thing right now with like the city saves, and I can't believe we're spending all this time on city saves, but Ederson being such a low cap, it, that, that's back to one of the ones that it's just a, a free square. Because yeah. you know more often than not, city's likely going to score a goal. So your other goalkeeper, you know, isn't going to be going on that decisive. You know, might have a better chance at AA, but then Ederson can help your ticky taka as well. So Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. If you guys have any questions, feel free to to shout them out. We've got a little bit, little bit yeah. of time here. Um, but yeah, I think basically it comes down to like who's the favorite, how big of a favorite are they, who are the set piece takers, and then like what's what's the next step? Like how do you fill in the rest? Basically, I think you, I think a great place to go is on the team page on Server Data and just see who the freaking ridiculous players are. Like, just go on the top SO5 scores, and if there's a guy that stands out, then you probably need to make sure you have him. Right. Like Barbit. Right. Right. I mean... Like, he doesn't fall into any of that until, I guess, if you see that he took one penalty possibly 14 games ago. But... (laughs) But, I mean, there are those guys that that just churn out fantasy points that, like, may not be set-piece takers. They may not be goal scorers. They don't, like, jump out at you. Well, Rodri. Rodri's a great example. Right. Right? Because he doesn't take any set-pieces... I mean, he scores goals because he's a mammoth, but you know it's not like he's in a position that you would expect. He's not. He's not a ten. You know, he's a deep lying ball playing six. Yeah, um, that just happens to show up everywhere on the pitch. Um, By the way, that uh, Algeria right back is on forty six points already. The Atal guy. Yeah. Um, Mike is asking what the team pages. You want to show people that high, not, high score in the game. <laughs> um, so team page thing. If you just go to any player. 
Well, actually, there are tons of ways that you can. Yeah, <laughs> the back way to get there. Yeah. So if if you know, I mean, if you're playing the Bordeaux slate, you can literally just type in Bordeaux. That's the easiest way to do it. And obviously, we can see there top 05 and right. Barbet just jumps off the page. Right. And so what I do is I scroll to the bottom because that's where we have the corner takers. You can see the penalties right here. Um, I go to last five just because I don't really care who took set pieces games six through 15. I just one through five, although that got worse for me. Um, but if you're on just a regular player page, like you know that Barbet plays for Bordeaux, you can just click on, on Bordeaux here on his player page. Uh, you can also, if you're in the game week center, uh, let me just do it from, yeah, like if you're on the matchups page and I'll use, they're already playing so that they won't come up, but like you can literally click on that and that'll take you to the team page. Yeah. And I'm trying to think if there are any other places. Oh, right in here, actually. If you're like on the game page and before the match, this will show the projected lineup based on the community projections. But if you just click on Bordeaux. There they are. Thank you, Mike. So here's, I just thought of another fun questions on just like strategy of things. We can we can go through with a few minutes. So you're on your extra spot. Let's just say that you've gotten, you've hit one of these matches, you have a big home favorite and you're between like a mid that is projected in the 50s. Maybe he takes a set piece or two or another defender. Hmm. How much are you weighing that 10... 10 extra 10 clean sheet equity. Um, I think it actually kind of depends on the tactic a little bit. 100%. Um, well, and so, or what? I, I was going to say, yeah, but then you also at that same if you're going to go, okay, it's duels, well, then you got to make sure your midfielder is, isn't good at duels too. That's what I mean. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. like, if the midfielder isn't, then yeah, it kind of just depends on where you. So, let's just say, though. Point. Let's just say that you look and they both average four duels a game. Yeah. I, now are you now are you giving weight to because here's what I've actually struggled with sometimes. Am I gonna give weight to the clean sheet or am I going, okay, well, this that midfielder looks like he's a little bit more box to boxy. Maybe yeah. he's a little bit more de decisive action and equity there. Yeah. I I would guess that I actually side with the defender. Um Same. just because it feels safer. Now, does it matter if it's a center back or a, or a fullback? Yes, <laughs> yes, it does. And then it and it's the opposite from DraftKings that I'm more likely to play the center back than I am the. It feels good when the center back just like locked in. He just yeah. you know kind of chugs along fifty to sixties. I I have a, a, an unfair negative opinion of fullbacks who never take set pieces because I'm like you're probably not crossing into the box to get an assist. You're just running. You're just doing cardio all game like that's, that's well it's it's so funny though like compared to uh it just came to my mind um like a Jao Cancelo he actually doesn't cross the ball a lot too but because of like the way that Bar Barcelona yeah. plays he's just parked in that final third what yeah. was it what was the one year was it daily blend for Ajax that one year yeah blend wasn't he timber. just wasn't he yeah they were just like parked <laughs> just final third pass final Chico, third pass yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah um, Carol said, based on today's stream, I'm starting to think that we have a chance for a universe where rivals watch along streams are a big thing. I really enjoy it. I completely agree with you. Quinny does them already. Um, highly recommend anybody check those out. And then blue tomatoes with another question. Do you think it's easier to pick the optimal players in an even match or in a match where one team is heavily favored high L 15 players? I'll let you go. Um, I actually think it's easier in, well, I think it's easier to pick five in an evenly, in an even match as opposed to all, as opposed to a big favorite. Cause I feel like the big favorite, you're just like, oh, anyone can crush. So you like get your set piece taker. And now it's like, who else do I put in here? And the, when it's evenly matched, it's like, okay, I have two set piece takers. So that's two of five decisions done. And if the goalie, L15 probably decides, and like that's three of five done. See, that's how I look at it. All right. Here's another level of like what you just said there, too, that I think really starts brain effing me with some of these, like especially the even matches, is because Sawyer Matrix is so like um, involved. 
in an even match, if both of my like sixes, so my defensive type of players, if they're on set pieces, I feel so much better about that build than if I look and both um, set piece takers are like midfielders that are on the wing. Because those guys, I'm actually sitting here and going, I don't know if they're guarantees. If they're what? If they're like a guaranteed, oh. like I need to play them. Like look at like a actor. God, why do I keep picking hard names? Karim Ak. Akturgalu? Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate that. But I like, actually don't even the, know that how you say it. It sounded really good. I mean, the, the fact that you presented it with confidence made me feel it was good. But like that guy, I, I own him. He can get you minus AA in like games that they win five to one. Like, or just like barely anything. And yeah, he takes a majority, he takes a lot of their set pieces. You know, it's been a little bit less since Demir Bai's been in, but he takes a lot. But because he plays wing, he can lose a lot of duels. He can lose a lot of possessions, even on the corners. But like his forward card is so much better because he doesn't get killed for the lost possessions nearly as much. Mm. So I think that like if you're like going like deep in this, like that can even affect you even much that much more is like the positional part. Like if both guys are forwards, that feels a lot better. Yeah. We know that forwards lose points. It's harder for forwards to lose points than it is for midfielders to lose points. But yeah, then yeah. you know, you get these destroyers in a close game that are both on set pieces. Well, that's actually great because you have a close contested game, a lot of dueling. So that's gonna help your Gagan press tactic. Mm-hmm. And then they're also going to have like a rise in their AA from the set pieces. So there's a lot of depth to that. That's why I, I really do think that rivals might be a stand, not a standalone game, but a companion like game on its own that we all that play SO5 can also really be playing rivals at a competitive nature. Like a lot of us are too, because there is a lot of strategy for sure. For sure. And it, the, the nice thing about it is that you can just play whenever you want. Like there's always going to be a match. And so like, whether you have, we didn't even go into the whole, like what basically what we did just now was show how we build like (laughs) optimal lineups, like common lineups. We didn't even talk about pro cards or anything. I think in the, the situations we want is to be able to um, build the, the lineup we would as commons, but have those as like have a full pro card lineup but we also won't buy cards for it. <laughs> Not yet. Right. Least. I mean, until until we find more out about the game, right? About mm-hmm. like where it's going to go and it might make sense. Yeah. Um, so first corner Nigeria or Algeria short and it was um, not Oamis. It was mm-hmm. Hassan or I can't say his name. I'm having a howler of a pronunciation. <laughs> <right now. laughs> Like, uh, of course, we picked like games. Was go- oh my god! Yeah, we really Disaster. we did no favors. We got to get back to MLS. <laughs> we'll do another one, and then we can just finally, yeah. Maybe people don't think I'm a complete and utter moron in terms of pronunciation at that point. Right. But you know, um, Ryan Hollingshead Slate or something for you. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, get the most American name possible. Right. Um, right. Man, yeah, this is gonna be a can... classic case here, Keith, where I win my first, I win this uh, Bordeaux one and lose Algeria. Are you up big on your Bordeaux now because of tactics and stuff? Or um, I got it right here. I can show you. I'm up seven or six. Oh, look at that. Look at that. The auto attack. You were worried. He got two shots right away and hasn't gotten one since. The so, fact that he didn't play Bar. Oh, he did play Barbet. You just have a captain Barbet. Okay. Yeah. He captained Livalant. But you're about now to be on your second level and you have a really good chance of unlocking the plus 40. Yeah, like it's halftime. Yeah, my so 16. so my match. I I I think it's like really interesting because the guy I'm playing, he chose Tiki Taka, and the game is not nearly as like one sided. If you like look at the flow, you appear. So he's only just above halfway to his um to his first bonus, um, and we're tied literally. Well. I have 228.4. He has 228.8. So we're 0.4 away at half. Okay. And we have like a 2v2. But I have 18, I'm sorry, 16 duels won. So I'm already at a plus 10 bonus. Yeah. Have a really good shot at plus 40. I think there's a really good chance in this situation that the 
tactic may unless there's no d if there's no decisive actions the tactics here will end up deciding the whole match keith i know i saw i saw fortunately for my match it doesn't matter we both have that guy must be nice <laughs> and he's not taking the set pieces either so you know no we just need to somehow get a bail out there. But hey, two duels won, so he's at least adding to your tactic. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, <clears throat> all right. That's all we got for today. Uh, this may have uh, you know, brought up a ton of questions that maybe you're watching this uh, afterwards. Uh, feel free to leave a comment in the video below. And uh, we'll certainly – we read them, so we'll, uh, we'll address all of them. Or if you have anything else you want us to touch on, in terms of lineup building or contest selection, meaning match selection, I suppose, um, just hit us up. You can find me at Andrew M. Laird on Twitter. Keith is at GatorGuy231. And uh, we love to talk about this stuff. So if you have any questions, we will certainly be all about it. Um, I'll be back tomorrow. We've got the game week preview. Uh, that's with Quinny. I'll give you a hint. His favorite team is the biggest favorite for the weekend. And, um, and then almost right after that, uh, me and Chani are going to talk about what did we call it? Domination versus progression. Should speaking you? Of, oh, okay, speaking got. of Johnny, did you see his little pickup today? I would love to hear more about it tomorrow. Ezekiel Palacios super rare. Ooh. I think he's ready to so dominate. Tune in tomorrow for more on that. Yes, for sure. For sure. Uh, so yeah, thanks everyone for coming. If you could please like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Shout out to Quinny who we'll see tomorrow. And uh, good luck in the arena.